Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. <laughs> he did it! <laughs> I'll do it! I will turn the show around! Don't make me pull this show over. I will pull this show right around. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's up? Yeah, we were like a stalled out engine yeah. there. <laughs> oh my God. Um, did I ever tell you the story about my friend whose dad rented an RV for, for a family of four? Okay. To set out on a weeks long family vacation together. Whoa. Three boys in the back. Jeez. <laughs> this is a true story. <laughs> out of Mannheim, Pennsylvania, guy rents an RV. <laughs> the brothers start beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> the dad yells at him, I will turn this bus around. The kids keep up the trouble. He turns it around. And they do not leave Mannheim for their weeks-long vacation. <laughs> the ultimate, like, every dad in the world has called that, you know, made that threat. You're right. And every kid in the world calls the bluff because you know he's not going to turn it around. I mean, right. Jesus, we're going out on vacation. But this guy. No, he legend. was not playing around. No, he was not playing around. But I have a side theory. Okay. My side theory is he... He didn't want to go on vacation right, to begin with. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, great, I'm out. I'm going to sit home and watch this, TV for this a week. Is great. <laughs> right, I yeah. got off of work. I'm still on vacation. <laughs> right. These kids, right. whatever with them, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my theory. I will turn this show right around. Because <laughs> you know what happens... I don't think our listeners realize what happens. What's that? I come to work. Right. To the podcast production squad. Yeah. Ready. I mean, I'm serious. I'm buttoned up. No, that's true. I got pages and pages of notes. Oh, yeah. That I've been pouring over all week since the last show. And they usually just toss them out the window. And then David comes rolling in all happy <laughs> and, you know, wanting to fool around and make jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How was your day? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, David, how you doing? How you doing? You all right? Yeah. You're I'm right? living the life. Yeah. I'm definitely alive. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, it feels like we were just here. Indeed. But it's been a week. It's been a week. And we're back. Yep. We're got a back. good good chunk of news. Yeah. Got some good trailers. We've definitely got trailers. We've got a movie to review. Mm-hmm. Definitely have a movie to review. Uh, it's a movie to review. We're yeah. going to review the movie. We're there was review. a movie. Here's what happened. There is a movie, and we're going to review it. Did you see the movie? I did. Are you sure? I will have to find out. There was a movie playing at my theater, so yeah. you would think that I could get there. Yeah. 
So you didn't see it? <laughs> I totally saw it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that's, that's never happened before, right? Right. Yeah. That you spent all week all in the building way. with it playing over and over and over again, and you still didn't see it. Yeah. So true. Right. I do. I did see it. Okay. I swear to God. And when we review, I'll, I will demonstrate. Elaborate. I will demonstrate evidence of having viewed said feature. Okay. But I do have a funny story about how I viewed it. In seven parts. No, 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 no. Two parts. But we'll get to that. Okay. It, and it was when I say two parts, it was like, it was like, it, sometimes when I view a movie in two parts, it's two halves. Mm. Sometimes it's three quarters and one quarter. Sometimes it's two thirds and one third. This was like 63 60 fourths and then one 64th. <laughs> <laughs> So wow. we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. And then we have some good listener news and notes to get to. I thought there were some good ones this week. Couple, yeah. A couple that made me LOL. Chuckle McChuckles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's start this off with some news about Harrison Ford. Some cannon tripping? Mm. No. No. Har- oh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Oh, oh, oh. I misunderstood. Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. who is getting up there, mm-hmm. has taken the role of Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt Ross. That's mm. Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, who was previously played by William Hurt, who passed mm. away. Uh, this is an Avengers character mm-hmm. who heads up mm-hmm. the creation of the Thunderbolts. So there's a movie coming out. Um, and in the comics becomes the Red Hulk. Mm. Now, do how do we feel about this casting? Because I, I don't like it. I have a question. Okay, well, first let me express my unqualified opinion. Yeah. I like it because to me it's like, you know when you have a favorite um, song or singer, artist, and then some other artist that you love like does like a duet? Right. And you're like, oh, cool, like it's so-and-so featuring so-and-so. And you're like, well, it just makes perfect sense because you love this other guy and you love the first guy. So that's kind of how I feel like – I'm excited because, like, I love Marvel movies, mm-hmm. like everybody else in the universe. What? And then I also love Harrison Ford. Right. So, like, I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to your thoughts on this in terms of, like, how could this be a bad thing? Okay, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. I'm a big, I'm a big William Hurt fan. Sure. Who's right. not talented? Right. Amazing. Love him. You know, Thought he's he dead, great. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. Right. I just want to make sure you yeah. didn't forget since. Oh. A minute ago when, what? You, when you mentioned it. <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> okay. Here's my issue with this, right? Mm. I love Harrison Ford. What's your problem with David? Right. What's your problem with, with David? David? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's too old. Okay. That's fair, but we're going to have to look past it. But no, because I think that, they're, that his age... Puts a bookend on the character. Oh, gotcha. And and I think that there's a like there's a lot of room to keep going. Like I'm not saying that someone young has to play the character. I gotcha. I think William Hurt was the right age. Mm. I think. So like a guy in his fifties instead of a guy in his seventies. Right. Pushing pushing eighty. Yeah, yeah. He's pushing eighty. Yeah. And that's the part that that kind of gets me because if they want to make Red Hulk a character, it just means that he's. You know, it. He's not going to be as involved as, say, um, uh, why am I? Is his name? Yeah. Mark Ruffalo is right. in being the Hulk, right? 
you know, because, I mean, he could maybe do the voice, but he's not going to be doing any of the physical yeah. stuff. That's the part that bothers me. Not that I don't think that he can play the role. Oh, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. that I don't think that he would be good good as the character. I, I think you make a really valid point. And by the way, our production assistant just came scurrying up. Oh. And kudos to her for being so quiet. Yeah. It, you almost can't even see her when she comes up and slips us information. But earlier this summer, yeah. Harrison Ford turned 80. Wow. A couple months ago, he turned Hats 80. Hats off to LaShonda for getting us that Yeah, that was the best. Yeah. She's, you know, I've, that's what I said in the meeting this morning. She's the best. Yeah. That's yeah. why we're building that trophy. She's yeah. really sneaky, too. Right. Like, she's the type that you're like, you turn around and you're like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get here? Remember when we did that Seinfeld trick? We tried to give her Tic Tacs so yeah. we, we, we could, could hear, hear her, her moving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but she was not amused. Didn't, didn't work. No, it was not amusing to yeah. her. Um, but anyway, I will agree that you make a really valid point. Yeah. I th- now, is there any possibility that Marvel would recast Thunderbolt Ross? Sure. But why yeah, do it twice? Right, right, right. It, more likely. I got you. More than likely what they'll do is uh, just come up with some other reason to have the Red Hulk if they do the Red Hulk. It just won't be him. Yeah, yeah. Or or it'll be completely CG him and he'll never turn back to Thunderbolt Ross and then they can get someone else to do the voice that's cheaper. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Well, speaking of Thunderbolt Ross, mm. uh, Sh- Sasha Baron, Baron Cohen, mm-hmm. uh, there's rumors, it's keeping this on the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. right? So, oh, do you know who Sasha Baron Cohen is? I do. Okay. He was, uh, he did Borat. Yes. Okay. But he was also... Um, uh, he he was really great in a more serious role. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In a movie that we recently reviewed. I, can't even remember I say recently, like within the last couple of years. Um, but anyway, yeah, I can picture him. He was also in The Great Gatsby. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was in the building with him when the film premiered in Lincoln Center in New York City. It was me, best friends. It was me and Amy and her sister Becky, who we call Doo Doo. Okay, so everybody, was, everybody, hold up, hold yeah, up, everybody. Yeah. Get ready for a story about how Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> like snubbed, snubbed, him. snubbed him. I was like, and, "Oh, hey, Sasha!" Yeah, yeah. And and Penn took it horribly <laughs> right. personally right. offensive, right? That a celebrity right. two hundred feet away from him <laughs> right. didn't have time for me. Yeah, did, right. didn't take time out of his day <laughs> right. for greet. a hug yeah. and a, a discussion to, about some timely topic. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, him and Leo DiCaprio both snubbed me that night. What? In fact, it's almost like I'll bet you they didn't even know I was in the room. That's impossible. I know it's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's You're, don't don't make up stories you can't back up. All right, because that would never happen. Anyway, that I do know who Sasha Baron Cohen is, okay. and the rumor is that he has been cast in the MCU's Mephisto. 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 And he will make his debut in the upcoming Disney Plus series, Ironheart. David Moulton, fact or fiction? Uh, I could see him playing Mephisto, because why not? Sure. Um, weird that Mephisto would be an Ironheart. Okay. But do you know who no, Mephisto is? No, I don't is? know who. So Mephisto, so this is the thing. This is why this is such rumor. Okay. But it's the first time anyone's talked about casting for the character. Uh, Mephisto is a character that there's always rumors that he's the villain in the movie and he's behind the scenes because he is Marvel's version of the devil. Oh, 
who kind of like makes deals with people and he isn't technically the devil, but he's like Marvel's version of the, the devil that's in the stories that isn't really the godly devil. It's actually mm. this Mephisto character gotcha. who, um, you know, who makes deals with people and um, changes reality and has a lot to do with like Wanda, uh, the Scarlet Witch and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. So, uh, and especially Doctor Strange, a lot to do with Doctor Strange. So every anytime any mystical stuff comes up, it's always... Mephisto is really in the mm. maybe maybe Agatha Agatha was actually Mephisto like there's constant like you'll right. see that stuff online all the time yeah. so this is the first time they talked about casting I think whatever I doubt that they'd actually use practical effects for him so it'd probably be all CGI so mm. whoever could play him but why not Sasha Baron Cohen yeah yeah okay yeah that works uh, taking the news taking a local slant whoa on the news do 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 this just in. Yeah. Uh, this weekend we had the Red Rose Film Festival oh. in downtown Lancaster. It was pretty dope. Yeah. But it was our first time. So we the first ever Red Rose Film Festival. For those of you who aren't from Lancaster, you need to know that Lancaster sits across the river from York. <gasps> and Lancaster City is known as the Red Rose City. Mm. And York is known as the White Rose City. And every five years we fight. Right. <laughs> And the winner gets to stay where they live. Right. And the loser has to stay where they live. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we fight over the bridges. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anyway, the Red Rose Film Festival takes place in Lancaster. And we had the first one in 2019. And it was great. And David and I recorded our podcast. We did a, yeah. live, did a live show and also did a panel discussion, mm-hmm. both of which were greatly missed this year. We had a number of people comment on we should have done panels and wouldn't it have been fun if we were there, blah, blah, blah. Maybe next year. Yeah, uh, definitely. I think that would be great. Um, But anyway, so obviously it didn't happen in 2020. And then in 21, it was remote. So this was our first year back since 2019. And I think everybody would agree it was awesome. But there was a lot of room to be more awesome. Right. You know, I mean, it was we, we did not do a great job of promoting it, et cetera. Uh, but there were what was successful is we had incredible films submitted. Mm. The filmmakers were amazing. A lot of them came. A lot of I met a lot of directors. I met a lot of producers. Um, spoke with some family members. Um, really had a great time. Like and your family members? <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> <laughs> I just spent a week with them in Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like, Why is that such a big deal? You're like, oh, I talked to my family right, this right. week. It's kind of the news, <laughs> right. you know? No, like. Uh, I was talking to a guy and it turned out he was, his son was a director, oh. like that kind of family member. Okay. Yeah. So thank you for clarifying. Now you're going to expect every celebrity's family to start talking. <laughs> right. To absolutely. I was at, right. Sasha Baron Cohen's father did not come say hello <laughs> right. to me. Right. <laughs> Add it to the list of the many wrongs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that have been committed against <laughs> crimes against the crown. Yeah. Uh, Edward right. Norton's sister. Right. So listen, here's the deal. Hmm. There was a movie that was filmed and it was called Turbo Cola. <gasps> and it took place. Well, I don't know where it was. I think it was supposed to take place in Buffalo. I'm not positive on that. But what Inside I am. Inside of Buffalo. But what, what I am sure about is that it was filmed in New Cumberland, right outside of Harrisburg. Whoa. And they flew in actors from all around the country. <gasps> and the movie's called Turbo Cola. And it was amazing. 
How many of those actors when they flew them and said, man, my arms are really tired? <laughs> I just flew in from Dallas. Yeah. And boy, are my, my arms, arms tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know where it's available, but if you want to Google it and try to find it somewhere, uh, and if you want to see like a good, young, independent, you know, raw movie, Turbo Cola. It's good stuff. Dig it. It's got a real uh, Clerks vibe. Ooh. Kevin Smith. And in fact, the producer submitted the film to Kevin Smith's um, film festival or something like that and met Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith watched the movie and loved it. Wow. Yep. Sweet deal. Speaking of sweet deals. Yes. See how I timed that out nice so the Perfect. it would land on you? Yeah. Super segue into what it's, I would say is probably the biggest news of the century. You know what we're missing from this show? What's that? We have sound effects for a variety of moments That's that true. we know are going to happen. What we don't have are sound effects for any time there is a, wait for it, Dune segment. Dune news. I got, I got I'm going to do it homemade. All right. Okay. Ready? And now, ladies and gentlemen, news. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like, like, it was like, like a foghorn. We're speaking straight to me <laughs> in that moment. Oh I my should, gosh. I should find like a foghorn <laughs> that can say, news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because that, that sound kind of resembles the soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, really? It really does. Okay, go it ahead. Really, Sorry. Well, you know, I feel like we've been waiting forever for Dune. Yes. Two. Right. Part two. Right. The sequel. The sequel that's actually the second half. Of the first. Of the first. Right. So 1.5. Right. The two. first completed. Yeah. The completion of the first. <laughs> the, the end. Of the to beginning. To the beginning. To the beginning. Yeah. Which, interestingly enough, marks the beginning. Of the end. Of the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's just put some time frame to this. Yeah. You know, when we've seen this, we'll have already seen. We watched it. Right. When we watch it next year. Yeah. If you're listening to this now, <laughs> know that we definitely have watched the movie then. Right. So, David, were you upset that you have to wait till the middle of next November well, that's to thing. see this movie? This is a little bit bittersweet. Yeah. Because on one hand... Just like last time. Right. Birthday special. Oh, yeah. November 19th. November 19th. They oh, were like, boy. they were like, get ready for yeah. June part one. And they're yep. like, you know what? Psych. What if you waited until mid-December? Right. <sighs> Gee willikers, Batman. <laughs> well, this time they were like, how do you feel about November 19th? And I said, you know Jackpot. what? I'm in. Jackpot. Son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. And then uh, now they're like, well, hold up. How do you feel about November 3rd? Hold up. What if we what if we rolled it in a little bit early? <laughs> Hold like, up. You know, you thought you were ready for it. No. But we're gonna hit you when you're not right, ready right, for right, it. Right, right, right. Because that's what they do. Yeah. That's what those sons of guns do. Every time. Yeah. And so Dune's coming two weeks early. Dune two, two yeah. weeks early. Also, they're casting and they're gonna start filming soon for Sisterhood of Dune. Which is the HBO series. Oh, right, right, that's right. It's a prequel series, so I'm all about that. That's, that's a really good book. That's, that's one of, legit. That's one of my favorite uh, prequel trilogies. Okay. So. So what's the bottom line here? The point of all this is to say that Dune, Dune is coming out two weeks earlier two weeks early. than expected. Was I read a couple different articles on this mm. in the hopes of finding 
a speculation, a theory about why it was getting moved, and I didn't see anything good. Did I miss something? Are you aware of any good no, reason? My guess is other stuff is coming out. Here's my guess. What? I think they are really happy with it. Oh. I think, like, Wakanda's coming out November 11th, mm-hmm. which is the Friday before the Friday before Thanksgiving. So you want it to be out just before so it has the hype over the weekend? So you get your big hype all to yourself, yeah. and then you get that great buzz over Thanksgiving. Because, like, Thanksgiving's going to be a home run anyway. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. So I think, I think it's that. I think it's a. I think it's a very good sign. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad thing. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, they must be ready, or they wouldn't be moving yeah. it up. Speaking of being ready, <gasps> are you ready? I don't think you're ready for this news, dude. I'm probably not ready for. Maybe this Maybe you news. should sit down. It's like, hold on. Right. <laughs> I sat on the cat once again. There's a dog. Now? I sat on the dog. Okay. Yeah. Get that dog out of here. Yeah. What's he doing? <laughs> The cast for Antoine Fuqua's The Equalizer 3. Wait, stop. What? Did we know about Have we talked we about this? We reported on The Equalizer 3 before. Yes, because we've said his name. But we said his name last week for something different. Do you remember what? No. Because we were talking about him. Yeah. Were we? Or maybe I was at a party and talking about him. You might have been at a party. Okay. I know that you go to a lot of parties. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? It, it might have been also because I spent all weekend with movie people. Oh, uh, well, they're families. And not they're, with the movie people. Right. No, no, no. They all the stopped me. The sons of, of bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we reported that The Equalizer 3 is coming along, but the cast is growing stronger. According to, Dead, to Deadline, they recently reported that that dirty black bag and promises star Gaia Scodelaro. I'm sorry, we don't have that kind of liquor here. <laughs> Denzel, we knew that Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning were starring in the upcoming sequel, and now we have Gaia Scodelaro. Scudarello. Scudelaro. Scudelaro. Anyway, the plot remains secret, although we know that the main character comes back, and the original film came out in 2014. Blah, bitty, blah. A sequel came out in 2018, and now we have the trilogy complete. Um, I don't know. Obviously, neither one of us know who this person is, Gaia Scodelero. I'm, I'm Googling this person right now. Oh, it comes right up. She's an actress. <laughs> uh, she was born in 1985. Um... A quick look and see if there's anything she's been in that I I would know. Literally nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, this is not really that big of a news, except that the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because I thought it was kind of big news that like I think this is gonna be a real movie. Like I don't think it's gonna be like a throwaway. You mean like the first two? <laughs> I think this they're gonna take this movie seriously. Mm. You are just so harsh. You cannot just enjoy mm. a movie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's almost like I have opinions. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> well, here's something to have an opinion about. Oh, my God. Creed 3. 
I have opinions. You do? Yeah, I just also have the opinion that sometimes you can just have pizza. I need it too. Like, I know there's good food and bad food, but sometimes you just want pizza. Yeah, but when was the last time you had meat on your pizza? Never. Or, no, it's been a while. Yeah. Been a little bit. I wonder what happened. If you had meat, would you suddenly hate every movie you saw? <laughs> You'd be like, I hate all movies. Whatever the last thing I saw was the worst movie you've ever seen. <laughs> like, total flop of your personality. Creed 3. So we're recording this on a Monday. Yeah. If you're, if you're, (laughs) right, always, (laughs) we only record on days that rhyme with fun day. Yeah. That's the thing. Sunday or Monday. And then if we miss it, then you're kind of out of luck. Yeah. Well, Sunday, fun day, Monday, fun day, Tuesday, use day, blues day, blues day, schmooze day, Wednesday, schmenz day, day, Thursday, Thursday. <laughs> Thursday, 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 Friday, guy day, Friday, guy day, Friday, my day. Oh, Saturday, what a day! Had a day, grooving Had all week day. with you. <laughs> Why don't we start our own band? Forget this podcast thing, we were meant for something greater. Listen, David, Creed 3. So, if you're listening to this, like. Immediately when it drops, it might still be Monday Fun Day, but it's probably Tuesday Blues Day. Yeah, and as such, you're in luck because List those blues because you probably already know because you probably already watched the new trailer for Creed Three. Yeah, it dropped March third. It will have dropped. It'll be in theaters. Yeah. So yeah. the movie comes out on March third of the spring, and there are um, uh, movie posters already out. What? Yeah, they're pretty cool looking. Now. What's your position on Creed? Because I'm a fan. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they're great. I think the posters look cool. They're teaser posters. They give nothing away. They show the guy that Michael B. Jordan's going to be fighting. And also, I know we discussed on this show before, but I want to reiterate in case people forget, uh, Michael B. Jordan is going to be directing this film. Did you get that from his family? Did, was his mom over? <laughs> Wait, David. Did she tell you? David, I don't want to interrupt you, but I got some cutting news. Oh, shoot. Some, this, literally, this literally this just in. Just flew under the radar. Yeah, just came in. Wow. Do you remember that movie with Helen Hunt, Twister? Yeah. It was great, right? Yeah. Universal has now announced they are officially moving forward with a Twister sequel. Well, use my belt and tie me to a pipe so I survive this storm. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> Was that too deep of a cut for you? Wow. I did not see that coming. You remember that? (laughs) No, I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. That's how they survive the twister at the end. They use one belt to tie two people to a pipe that goes in the ground. Right. No, I I get the reference. Yeah. I never heard anybody use it as an an expression. Well, use my My belt and tie me to a pipe. pipe. I'm going to survive this storm. (laughs) Uh, so I'm, I'm starting it. So are you not a fan of the movie? No, honestly, I, I remember loving the Everybody movie. Everybody loved this movie. a billion times. Yeah. But as a like, human being, <laughs> right, right, right. I also realized that the weather that can pull a house apart right. can probably pull the belts apart right. that's holding two people right. to a pipe in the ground. I don't know. What's the belt made of? Oh, it's you're right. It's leather. And is they it did a, just pick the cow up. It didn't tear the cow apart. Is it a European sparrow or an African sparrow? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the bigger question. We've seen the twister take up a cow. What 
what bigger animal are we gonna have flying elephants dinosaurs is this a crossover with jurassic world yes twister and, 2 jurassic and world fast and furious <laughs> fast and Fu- <laughs> fast down your seat belts <laughs> or race to extinction you know it was so nice how many weeks we went without having to talk about fast and seat belts <laughs> yeah but was it was, was Race to extinction, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Race to extinction happens, right? Right. It crosses the two. Right. Now you know they're in the same world, and they can right. just willy-nilly back and forth. Right. So then we have, <laughs> what's the Twister crossover? Because the Twister crossover's got to have the dinosaurs all in it, too. Three. All you three. got to have all three. Right. Because you think it's just Fast and Furious. You think it's one of, like, just two. Right. And then the third franchise, like, <laughs> sneaks in. Yeah. So I'm thinking... Podcast at pencinema.com. Twister's coming, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're riding their raptors. Right. They're like, <laughs> right. Naturally. Naturally. Right. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Like, we got to get, and then they, and then all of a sudden, whoa, whoa, losing grip on the ground. Yeah. They st- T-Rex starts to get pulled up. Yeah. Right? And that's when Dom, mm-hmm. he comes in on mm-hmm. his charger. Right. Driving on the side of the Twister. <laughs> Because he came in with such speed, yes. and he's just driving around, yes. and he puts his hand out the window. He's like, "Come on!" Grabs all of them. Yeah, grabs including the T Rex. Yeah, right, and the Raptor. And, right, and the Raptor, <laughs> and then like, and then drives. <laughs> he he keeps the torque up, but he he spins it down right and he, down down right, to right, the right, bottom right, of the right. twister, and then. You're like, "Oh my god!" Because now you're outside the twister, yeah. shot outside the twister, right, and then. Comes the charger right. like through the right, through, the, through the, the dust. And Harrison Ford co-stars right as the newest addition to the Fast and Furious cast. Right, and he's driving the tank. Yeah, that's chasing the has the weather station on top and retrofitted instead yeah. of the gun cannons. Yeah, nicknamed Speedy because he's the <laughs> right. the most active character. No, 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 nicknamed the kid. The kid, yes, <laughs> right. yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. Speedy kid, Speedy kid, right? Kid speed, kid Speedy. Uh, yeah, that's a little hipper. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah kid yeah. Speedy, kid Speedy comes along in his tank. They got their weather station, <laughs> and inside Helen Hunt's like, "We gotta get the data." <laughs> yes, <laughs> Helen Hunt. <laughs> We we did it. We did it. We just we wrote did the next. It. We just wrote the next great American movie. My challenge to you, listeners. Yes. And a- call to action. Yes. Someone create this poster. Make this move a poster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Send us the poster for the movie. Oh my god. Or better yet, now that I'm friends with all these people who <laughs> are directors, who are no no, have you're family friends members. with people whose family members <laughs> right. are directors. Let's, <laughs> let's get that clear. <laughs> oh brother. Wow. Well, hey, you know what movie I don't care for? No. At all. Oh, my God. Don't say it, because then we can't be friends. <sighs> this is the last episode, this, We had a good run. We had a great run. Yeah. But I have never liked A Christmas Story. Ever. Mm. I think it's boring. I think I just always hated it, like, with a passion. Okay. Uh, I don't like watching it. Okay. Um, well, there's going to be a sequel. Apparently it's going to be an HBO in November this year. I read a story online that stopped me dead in my tracks because. And you were in the middle of the Iron Man when this happened. Right. Right. Yeah. That's why my time was so long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You were like, what? I probably would have won. <laughs> you, the thing is crazy. You were reading. <laughs> right. scouring the internet. Right. Yeah. Um, no, seriously. So Christmas story. 
a movie that every single human being with a heart loves. <laughs> what, are you, what are you hitting at? <laughs> you trying to say something? I ain't saying nothing. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying. You're just saying what you're saying. I'm just saying. But you ain't saying nothing. As my friend Angela used to say, mm. I ain't saying nothing. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, Christmas Story, <laughs> the universally beloved Christmas time movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought they were. I thought the headline was suggesting that people were talking about doing a sequel, but what the headline was revealing was that there is now a trailer online for the sequel. The trailer's with, out. The trailer is out. Now we didn't include it on our trailer list because it's a TV show. Right. It's hitting HBO Max on November seventeenth, and it's a thing. And Did it, you watch it? I watched the trailer. Yeah, it's mostly a teaser trailer, mm. um, but the uh, premise is Ralphie's now fifty-one years old, mm. and it's still boring. Yeah, and still every bit as lame. Yeah, this to me falls in the category of like when you you know you play that game, you're out talking, and people start talking about movies that should never have a sequel, mm. like Jaws. I hope it's a genres flip. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like a horror right, movie right, or right. something. It's like you'll shoot your eye. No, no, it's gonna be a crossover with Fast and Fast Furious. And Furious. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know Ralphie was part of the gang, did yeah. you? Yeah, good old one eye. <laughs> <laughs> right, because right, because yeah. Oh my god. By this point he's, he's definitely yeah, shot his he's eye. Got, he's got a patch. He's yeah, got yeah. an eye patch. Yeah. It's camo. You wanna know how I got these scars? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. So the next news story, um, I mean, I put this in here as a news story, and David was reading the notes and remarked, I saw this, but I didn't think it was news. Yeah, so why don't you break it to us? Okay, so here's, I mean, it's not its not actually news. It's just something, you know, as we, sometimes when a movie's released, as you get closer, more and more tidbits yeah. about the movie come out. So this is all it is, is a tidbit right. about the movie. But there were lots of articles that, about this. That the team put out there to promote the movie. That's the thing. Okay, go ahead. Okay, Sorry. so the movie is, we're talking about the Knives Out sequel, mm -hmm. which is called Glass Onion, Knives Out Mystery, a Knives Out Mystery, which opens at Penn Cinema on November 23rd. Well, exclusively. Of all the theaters in Lidditz, we're the only one getting it. Dang, yeah, son. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just, I'm just saying. Wow. You're right. Mm, that's crazy. Mm, that's a lot. <laughs> There's <Wow>. us. <laughs> So, anyway. <laughs> Those other guys ain't got nothing. <laughs> anyway, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, which opens at Penn Cinema on November 23rd. Exclusively. Exclusively. <laughs> um, it turns out that the main character, Daniel Craig's character, Detective Benoit Blanc, is gay. And it, it's, it's unrelated to the plot. So, in other words, it has nothing to do with the with the movie it's it's just a little interesting throwaway tidbit apparently there's a scene where daniel craig is leaving his house to go pursue to go solve this mystery and it's going to be an a-list cameo for his partner right so his partner is going to be probably harrison ford right <laughs> right yeah, yeah. it's playing <laughs> younger than right, than <laughs> right. Yeah. exactly <laughs> it's going to be harrison ford or robert de niro or vin diesel <laughs> i would love if it was robert de niro but i, I wanted to be harrison ford and he'd be like you know, I'm so glad we got over this age difference. That <laughs> right. I'm so much younger than you. But here's the thing: like, I'm not even sure that there's a line. Like, it's not a character. It's a mm. cameo. It's a. Right. It's just. An, and so whatever. So I put it in here because I just thought it was. Um, 
kind of interesting. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not news in the traditional sense, but like, cool. I don't have a problem with it. Of course. That's not my issue. Ob- obviously. And I, I'm actually, Frodo is usually verbal about this stuff and I kind of want to hear what she has to say. Is this, should this be news? Well, of course it shouldn't be news because we should live in a world where it doesn't matter and it doesn't matter. That's what I'm, that's why I didn't, I was like, does, I was like, what, what is the purpose? Are they trying to promote that they're inclusive and that's the thing that they're going, like, what's the angle well, maybe for making such a big deal out of this? Well, okay. Well, first of all, I don't think anybody's making a big deal about it. No, you say that, but a lot of people are reporting on it, including one of the most cutting edge podcasts, the Pensino right. podcast. <laughs> you listen, of all the podcasts out there. We're one of them. We're one of them. I think the spirit of it judging on the track record of everybody involved, the spirit of this quote-unquote news story is just one signaling inclusion. Signaling like, yeah, we're we're introducing more and more characters, a a wider and wider spectrum of characters and diversity into the main characters. Hmm. That's my... The articles that I read were all positively like, like, oh, hey, look, it's cool that they're doing this. And that's like fine. But I was just like, but... But what's the point of making such a big deal out of it? Is it the cameo? Well, that's part of it. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, people want to see who the cameo is. But I think the other thing. I mean, we already know it's Danny DeVito. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe he's Polly and it's Danny DeVito and Harrison Ford. What if it's Helen? I live for that couple. What if it's like Helen Hunt <gasps> playing a man? Get out. And then it ties in with Twister. Right. <laughs> anyway, so while we're on this topic, yeah. I read the article. I mean, it was reported in a number of places, but I read the article on IndieWire.com. Mm-hmm. And while I was digging around, I read this review, which got me pretty excited. Okay. Can I read it? Yeah. I'm sorry. What's your review? This is the IndieWire review. Okay. This is the review from IndieWire. Wait, did you get this from IndieWire? On the internet, there's a website. Yeah. IndieWire.com. Indie. Indiana. It's from Indiana. Central Indiana. All right. It's the Muncie Metro. Phone tap. It's the Muncie Metropolitan News Organization. Okay. That makes more sense. That's <laughs> yeah. a believable, <laughs> right. believable source. Now that I checks follow, out. I follow, that checks yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lady from Muncie had the following <laughs> review. The movie's directed by Rain Johnson. Mm. The following review I got from <laughs> IndieWire, which is a subsidy. <laughs> of the Munson. It's a subsidy yeah. of the Muncie Municipal Authority. Not a subsidiary. No, no, no. A subsidy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Johnson, the director, isn't reinventing the mystery movie genre with Glass Onion, but he is having a hell of a time lightly deconstructing it and reorienting it to suit his whip-smart script and central super detective. You know what? I'm really looking forward to this movie. I thought the first one was amazing. But I think that this quote could have been, they should have thought about what they were saying. Because this whole deconstructing and reorienting thing is like the whole issue that everyone had with Rain Johnson of subverting expectations oh, with Star Wars. Gotcha. It's basically saying the exact same thing. And it's like, why even go there when it's like, come mm, on. Yeah. Anyway, I only mention it because I just, I am, there's so many good movies coming out in the next eight weeks. Yeah. Like, I am so psyched. 
Yeah. I mean, there's just one banger after another. Mm. So recently I brought up this movie franchise and I was trying to get someone, well, I'm not trying to get someone. I was like this, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I, and I, ju- I had just re- recommended Hot Shots Part Two, and they really, they re- <laughs> <laughs> excuse us when <laughs> we choked to Something's death. in my throat, <laughs> and they really enjoyed it. And I was like, "All right, along those lines, this I at the time I loved this. This it's so stressful series. recommending a movie you love to somebody, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if it holds up. Okay." You don't know if Knives Out holds up or no, Hot Shots? This other, this, uh, hot shots. No, Hot Shots holds up. Oh, okay. Hot Shots Part 2 holds Dua. up. Dua. <laughs> holds up. But <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about here is the, is the Naked Gun. Oh, you're moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were still talking about nah, Knives Out. It's called Segway. <laughs> yeah, so Sibilance. The, the Naked Gun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really liked it. But then instantly I was like, I don't know. If it's going to land. The you same. have left me and our listeners completely in the dust. Well, I'm talking about the naked gun. I have gun. no idea what you're talking about. I'm talking about the naked Okay. Okay. I recommended Hot Shots Part <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Right. The person enjoyed it. Right. Great. And I moved on to saying, you should. if you like that, the same type of humor was really popular right then. And I used to really love the naked gun. Oh, yeah. That makes total sense. Right? Yes. Right? But then I was like, does it really hold up? Mm. Uh, or is it, was I just at a point in my life where that was hilarious? Sure. Cause I don't know that I've watched it as an adult. Right. Or was it actually funny? Right. I honestly don't know that I need to watch them yeah. again. I know that I like the second one better than the first and the third. Okay. But Liam, Liam, Liam. It's not Liam Neeson. Who is it? Nelson. Ne- yeah. Nelson. Leslie Nelson. Leslie Nelson. Yeah. Was amazing. Yes. Now gave it away a little bit. They're looking at doing a reboot to the Naked Gun series with Liam Neeson gotcha. as the lead role, which I am totally for. I've seen Liam Neeson in funny things and thought that he was hilarious. But what I didn't know is that he got a start in comedy. Oh. I didn't realize that. I didn't either. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, you know. He like was, in movies? Funny movies? Uh, yeah. I think in like Australia or something. He, he did comedy. Yeah. And then he got, it just like he got put into more serious things and then just. That's when he took off. Oh, cool. Kind of, kind of. Actually, interesting thing, Eric Bana. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you probably know him from like serious stuff. Like, I can picture him, but I couldn't. I can't name a movie. Yeah, but he's, he, when he was yeah. doing stuff, he doesn't really do stuff now. But he was always like in a serious role. Also, sketch comic Shame. that then got cast in some serious roles and just took off. You know what else is interesting? Uh, one of the actors we saw in Amsterdam, hmm. Chris Rock. Yeah. His background, actually, also comedy. Get out. You know, it's true. That's new. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. Not a lot of people know that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. come to the Pensino podcast to get this kind of news. Yeah, that's, that's... All right, so can I recap? All right, we, we were talking, we were fully engrossed in Knives Out. And, and we then, moved on. And then we stopped. <laughs> right. I just want to let the listeners Then I said, do you know what else? And I started moving on to the other thing. And you were still like. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that was that was like the equivalent of what was going on. <laughs> just... <laughs> Listen, <laughs> here's what happened. We were talking about Knives Out. 
Uh-huh. What had happened was we were talking about knives. And out. then I started talking and you and then just zoned completely out. And then you I thought you were comparing knives out to hot shots part no. two. You said, you know what else? And I thought we were still talking about knives out and something else. But instead, what you were doing was shifting gears. So we stopped talking about Knives Out. Yeah, just to be clear, we're no longer talking about <laughs> Knives Out now, even though you've continued to bring it up. Right, this <laughs> yeah. is a recap. Right. Yeah. This is a, to, a recap. To bring you up to right this minute. Because you know how you know I found out recently? What? The Mystery Gobble likes to fast forward. So just in case he skipped and missed. He fast <laughs> right. Yes, yes. He's told us that before. Well, no, he plays it quick. He's I'm a, saying, what if he played it too quick and he missed? Because I was here in real time, <laughs> live in person, and I missed it. And you, it's, uh, you uh, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to recap for those. Okay. Who, so, so. <laughs> Play it again, Sam. Right. We were talking about Knives Out, and then we stopped. And then you, unrelated to Knives Out, said, <laughs> hot shots. <laughs> Something about hot shots. <laughs> Right, and then we've made a bunch of jokes right. about pronouncing dua, and then you compared Hot Shots to Naked Gun, and then we announced right. the news because this is the part I think got lost okay. in all our shuffling. They're rebooting Naked Gun franchise, and it looks like they're going to star Liam Neeson in the Leslie Neeson Nelson role as the main character. The Liam. Isn't Leslie, it, isn't it interesting? Nelson, Nielsen. Like they probably wanted Harrison Ford, but they were like, nah, he doesn't even have the same initials. Yeah. Right. How yeah. could we start him? And he's too young. Right. <laughs> All right. I think that's the news. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we made it through. Oh my God. It was the whole show. But that we was the roughest the, news the, segment the news, ever. The news happened. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> to recap, to recap. <laughs> we were talking about the news, <laughs> and then <laughs> we talked about knives out. <laughs> At which point, I then switched gears. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I am literally dying. This is the last show because I'm dead. <laughs> All right, trailers. All right, David, I have to apologize to you. Mm. I um, I thought. Less of you. Oh. For totally no good reason. Oh. Well, David, that's normal. David wrote in the note, the accursed. Yeah. And I thought, oh, David, that's not how you spell the accused. <laughs> Little did you know, that's not what I meant. Right. I meant the accursed. David was right all along. The movie is called The Accursed, mm -hmm. and it opens in theaters and on demand last week. Yes. <laughs> I just heard about it. <laughs> right. And the trailer looks awful. Yep. The, not, the top comment on YouTube is when you want to make a horror movie and you only have $100. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a movie called Bones and All. Mm. And this is trailer number two. Starring Timothy Chalamet. And Timothy Chalamet. And it opens on uh, limited on November 18th and then wide on November 23rd. Um, this is the cannibal yeah, story. Yeah, and they refer to fellow cannibals as eaters. Mm -hmm. Thoughts on this movie, David? Mm. It did good at the festivals, but it doesn't look like my type of bag of candy. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. So. Um, I have a serious comment to make about this. I really don't want to play this. Yeah. 
There's a there's a gigantic six foot poster of it hanging in my lobby. I saw that, and I'm like, wait, why is this here? I don't know how many people are going to come see this movie. Not very many. Yeah. The next one we have on our list is House Party. Easily my trailer of the week. Man. No. Not mine. Okay. Um, and I, it's shocking. I don't know where you're going to go. I, I felt like. <laughs> There weren't any good trailers this week. I don't know where it's left. If this isn't your trailer of the week. And I'm ashamed. You should be. Yeah. Because either one of those is a worse pick. <laughs> because I'll be honest with you, till we sat down and I saw it written here. Now, I watched the trailers literally before I walked in the building. Right. Walked in the building, came, sat down, looked at the papers, and had said, this is, thought to myself, this is my trailer of the week, and said, I did watch House Party. <laughs> literally minutes ago. Yeah. At that point. So it did not stick with me. Okay. So it's a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. No, two, it's two, two, dudes two dudes who are house cleaning. They're like, that's their job. Yeah. Like they're house cleaners and they get assigned to this house. And they're like, where are we? This is LeBron James's house. <laughs> and they're like, I need to raise money, they said. and Well, they noticed... Somehow they stumbled upon his itinerary and he's not going to be home for a he's while. at a meditation retreat for two weeks. Yeah. So they have the house to themselves. Yeah. So they, they're like, let's throw a party at LeBron James's house. What could possibly go wrong? And I guess charge for the party. Right. Which here's what I don't understand. They're going to get all these celebrities. To right. Come somehow they must know their families. Like you do. <laughs> right. Right. They're going to get all these celebrities to come. Right. And then on top of that, they're going to throw a party, which they will then need supplies for. Right. And high-end supplies for. Right. But they're also going to charge these people enough money that they can send his daughter to to preschool. A good preschool. And then also college. Right. (laughs) I'm no businessman. All right. Now, listen, you need to suspend your disbelief. You're familiar with that phrase. I've never done it, and I never will. Yeah. So I, on the other hand, am a belief suspension slut. (laughs) That's an understatement. Yeah. I am willing to suspend my belief at a moment's notice to believe anything that I want. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's that's incredibly true. Yeah, that's what it's going to say on my gravestone. Yeah. He He really would believe anything. (laughs) That's what it's going to say. So anyway, having said all that... This movie made me laugh out loud like a number of times. Mm. I think, I'm not saying it's going to be a great movie. It's probably not going to be a great movie, but the trailer is funny. Watch the trailer and decide for yourself. House party. And then now David is going to have to humiliate himself in front of all of our listeners by picking one of these two awful movies for his trailer of the week. Now, I don't want to say they're awful, but they're awful. I am... So so ashamed. You should be. That I am picking On the Line. Starring everybody's favorite anti-Semite. <laughs> everybody's favorite Nazi, Mel Gibson. <laughs> I don't want to support this fool, but it's the best looking story of all of these trailers. You are on an island. You're all alone because not only do we dislike Mel Gibson. Okay, but let's get beyond that. Like, okay, so whatever. We're not. I'm not here to judge. But what I will say is, I disagree. I don't think the trailer looked great. Uh, it, it doesn't look great. But it, of all of these movies, 
let's okay. Of all of these movies, which one had a trailer that made me the most likely to watch the movie? House Party. No. Okay. So on the line, I, I will agree. I will concede this. It has an interesting twist. So yeah. it's a radio talk show host, and some guy calls in and is like, you know, confessing that he's about to do something horrible, and family. he's at somebody's family, and he's at this house, and it's oh, it's not his house, it's some other family, and the guy's famous, and he's awful, and blah blah blah, and then Mel Gibson's trying to like talk the guy through so he can send the cops or send help or you know whatever, and then it's revealed in the trailer. Oh, as a matter of fact, I'm at your house. Right. And I will, I will agree that was an interesting twist. And uh, I mean, Mel Gibson's a good actor, and he, you know, watching him make that switch um, was like, all right. But I'm not going to watch this movie. I'm not going to watch this. Movie. <clears throat> the last movie is called Poker Face. It's a chicken soup for the soul movie. Mm-hmm. And it opens uh, in theaters on eleven sixteen and online November twenty second. Starring Kurt Russell. Yeah. No. Gladiator guy. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. I had the Russell part. Yeah, you were right there. You were right there. (laughs) I may not hit the target. Right. But I'm definitely hitting a target. (laughs) (laughs) How do you know what I was aiming at? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You didn't know what I was about to talk about. Right. Let's get back to Glass Onion. Um, (laughs) This movie looks horrible. Um, Yeah. I don't have anything to say about it. It's about a bunch of people playing illegal poker. And then Russell Crowe is like, hey, I poisoned you all. And they're like, what? He's like, I want to get information out of you. And then even though he's the bad guy, another bad guy comes to get all of them. And now he and the other guys team up to get the bad guys, the new bad guys. (laughs) The The new bad guys. Just when you think things are crazy enough, this is also at Russell, at Kurt Russell's. Russell, Russell Crowe's house. It was at Kurt Russell's house. Right. Russell Crowe's throwing the party. Right. And, uh, and just then, just Helen Hunt shows up. Dressed as a man. Right. Riding a cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his family comes home. Right. Early. So. And it's shocked to see Vin Diesel in the garage. In the garage. Right. Talking about family. Right. Well, talking to the family of directors. Right. Talking to the family of directors yeah, about yeah. family. All right, so can we move on? My trailer of the week is House Party. If you want a good chuckle and judge for yourself, I tell you, the one thing this trailer was missing, but maybe it was good, is um, I was looking for the LeBron James cameo. It was in there the whole time. No, he was a hologram. Well, it's still him. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, at some point in the movie, you know LeBron's going to have to come home, and that's going to be some funny business. You're going to tell me the Tupac hologram's not really Tupac? Yes, I am. (laughs) I disbelieve that. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's get to our movie review. Please. You ready for this? I mean, that's why I'm here. This week we watched My Amsterdam. My expertise. Yeah. Right. yeah. We. Yeah. Um, this is a movie that we both saw. Right. And that Penn probably loved because he saw it. Well, did you see anything since you saw this? <laughs> no. Okay, then he's, it's his favorite movie of all time. Right. Uh, David, I have a question for you, though. Mm. How was it? Did it keep you on the edge of your seat? Well, let's just start baseline. Sort of the most fundamental thing. Did you stay awake throughout the whole movie? Yes or no? But if you could just... But, and now, I'm There's not, no empirical evidence well, uh, otherwise. Actually, 
Well, actually, what? There may, we may have had a listener email a picture of of one David Moulton, world famous podcast host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sound asleep. Not sound asleep. Dreaming of better days and greener pastures. I mean, how do you know that photo wasn't just taken at the precise moment I was taking a heavy blink? <laughs> or you were blinking. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right? right? I mean, that's how photos work. Right. That's like I used to tell my teacher. I was, I'm totally listening. I was just resting my eyes. Right. Right. Yeah. So what happened? Um, there were some options as to when to see this movie. Right. And Plenty of options because I played it everywhere. I thought that this was my option yeah. that I had. My, my one. Yeah. Uh, turns out that there could have been others. Turns out it was past your bedtime. But at that time, ah. I thought, this is, I got to go. Like all bad ideas, it made sense at the time. And it was the last show of the day after a long yeah. day of working and twerking. Yep. <laughs> and Well, I mean, did, have we ever discussed that? Your day job as a professional twerker? Well, I don't, I don't want to make people jealous. Right. It's a skill, and some people I'm have it, some saying. people don't. You got it or you don't. Yeah. Real knows real. When you talk about my back problems, that's why. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the movie we're talking about is Amsterdam, and all kidding aside, did you just doze off a little bit? Or I did just, you, just dozed Or off did you a, really I, not like it? No, 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 no. I actually really like this yeah. movie yeah. a okay. lot. Yeah. Okay. So I, the movie's called Amsterdam. The main three ca- it stars everybody and their brother, including Chris Rock. I, I liked it so much I almost saw it again the next day because I was upset that I fell asleep. For you missed minutes. a little bit. Yeah. But the main three characters are Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington. It is written and directed by David O. Russell. No relation to Russell Crowe or Kurt Russell. This is a whole different guy. Another Russell. Yeah, David O. Russell. Well, just rustle my feathers. That's news <laughs> to me. All right. So your thoughts. I really like this movie. Uh, I thought it was smart. I thought it was witty. I thought it was too much dialogue for the time of night that I needed <laughs> yeah. something other than dialogue to keep me going. <laughs> it's a very heady movie. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was quite like Ocean's Eleven smart or no, anything no, like that. But no. it was like, it wasn't that clever. Right. Um, but it was smart, and I felt smart for watching it. You know, I don't know how else to explain it. It was one yeah. of those movies that made you feel good about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Watching it, uh, I thought the acting was insanely good. Oh, my God. Um, so, like, Christian Bale, John David Washington, so great. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen Margot Robbie not using her Harley Quinn-adjacent mm-hmm. accent, mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was great. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I I do think that if I watch it again, which I would like to do sometime in my life, I will know that I need to watch it not late at night. It's a good morning movie. It is a good morning. Good morning, good afternoon. Yeah. Like snowy day. Mm-hmm. You're just chilling at home, but you're and you're awake, but you're not going anywhere. Um you know what I loved about it? The central theme of the whole movie. Well, first of all, I enjoyed the fact that they would occasionally like show something happen and then reveal that it was just one of the characters fantasizing about it happening. Yeah. And you you, you kind of fall for it like repeatedly. Yeah. You know, because it's that smooth, you know. But anyway, um, what I loved about it is it seemed to me the central theme of the whole movie was the insane bonds 
that you can develop with close friends during a special time of your life. Right. You know, and just, just those three friends who will forever have Amsterdam together and they might not always be together. And then, you know, they may even two of them may couple off or, or not or whatever. But, um, that friendship and that bond is something special. I think everybody has a special friend from a time in their life and you may not even still be tight with that person, but you remember being tight with them, you know, and you remember that period. And it, it, it just reminded me of some great friends that I've had over the years and um, some friends that I'm currently tight with, but just the friendship between the three main characters was the central, uh, the main character, the main character was the friendship. And um, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Um, Here's what happened to me. I watch a movie. I'm watching the movie. Everything's going great. <clears throat> I get all the way up to the final like crescendo where they're at that rally. Yeah, yeah. You know, and De Niro is just about to take the stage. Like he actually takes the stage, and then I get pulled out and I got to go deal with something. Uh, and I'm uh, like, you got to be kidding me. So then this afternoon, not knowing how the movie ends, I mean, at, at this point, I kind of have an idea. But I watched the final ten or fifteen minutes of this movie standing up in the booth watching it through the window, listening to the, to the sound. So I didn't, I didn't get the full. And then I don't know if this is because of how I watched it, but did you feel like the end dragged on? Um, I felt like it could have wrapped up and then shown where the characters end up yeah. and been done. But instead they, were, it, they took a long time to get there. I was okay with it. Yeah. Um, what I did like is during the credits where they showed the real mm-hmm. footage and then the footage yeah. from the Yeah, show. they showed De Niro and the real general yeah. reading their script, and it was literally like word for word. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't really feel like it. I, again, I, sh- I should probably rewatch it to get a full feel for that. I, the part that I, I fell asleep was like when they were kind of like putting the plan together. Mm-hmm. That's the part that I was trying to listen to, and I knew that my eyes were shut. And then I was like, I don't, wait, what? So, um, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. It was, there were so many shocking parts to it. Like, twists. Uh, yeah. Someone dies at the beginning, and it's so sudden. You're like, what? And then, you know, there's other moments like that. Of course, yeah. like the moments where it's in their, in their head and stuff. Right. That stuff is really shocking. And then you're like, wait a minute. Hey. This is almost too crazy to be real. Right, you shot my face. Yeah, and <laughs> like I'm they're still just talking. They're to just you. standing there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would recommend this movie. Best movie I've ever seen. Same. Yeah. Next week we're going to be watching Black Adam, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You psyched? Um. Yeah, I'm. I would say I'm on the positive side of ambivalent. I would say I am looking forward to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't expect a lot, but right. I'm not thinking that it's going to be horrible. Right. Uh, apparently, The Rock, like, his whole way of pr- promoting the movie is he just spoiled part of it. Mm, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Well, I won't spoil it. All right, don't. Because I'm not The Rock. boy. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> oh, is he French? But if you were a Chris Hall Productions, I would totally spoil it for no other reason than apparently that's what I do. Something you need to get off your chest, David? Yeah. Well, apparently someone was looking forward to something and I told him what I saw and he was like, he's it for me. And I said, well, why do you like that dumb thing? And I was looking forward to it all week. Well, that's your <laughs> problem. 
get better opinions. I thought you were going to say, get better friends. <laughs> yeah, that too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let me move on to listener notes, questions, answers. Friend answer, of the comments. year over there. Yeah. I'm looking right at him, ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our first note comes today from Tony Baloney. Uh, he's, he's, had a, he's been on a roll. So I'm going to read this. Okay. Can I just read it? Can you read it how you would think Tony Baloney's verbal cadences are? Okay, yeah. Okay, give um, me your best... Now, as we know, right. you probably know Tony's sister, but you don't know Tony. He's too famous for you. Right. I know Tony's uncle. Right. Right. But I've never met Tony. So from that, right. this is, I guarantee, an accurate representation of Tony. Okay. Now, listen. Okay. I also want <laughs> to explain that I don't understand what the email's about. <laughs> so you're going to need to, I'm going to read it, and then David is going to walk us through it. David is going to deconstruct it. Wait, what was the quote? David is going to deconstruct and reorient it to suit his whip-smart script and central super detective. I'm just, I'm the Rain Johnson of this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Whip-smart. Yeah. That's whip. always the first word. People, whip. whenever your name comes up, whip-smart is not far behind. Right. Yeah. Okay. Tony Baloney writes in. Okay, fellas, I'm going out on a limb and coin a new phrase. I'm hoping this will not end in one of those awkward, silent moments. You know, the one that is so bad I have to fake a poop to leave the area? The phrase is cannon tripping. When you read a book and you love it so much when it is made into a good movie, you pan the movie simply because the book is real good and you just can't get honest enough to admit the movie is also solid. Here's my example. Robert A. Heinlein is one of my favorite authors wrote a book called Starship Troopers, which was made into a movie. Watched the movie and panned it for three years, but kept watching it. Eventually, I was able to see the movie was actually better than the book. I had to separate the book and the movie before I could see the goodness that was the movie, but I was getting canon tripped. Cue the crickets. Oh, hold on. Yeah. No, do, he's I yeah. Actually, get the crickets. On. Do the got, crick, David. Do the crickets. Right right, no, no, okay. no, no. Wait, wait. wait, wait. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna redo that. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, yeah. Okay, no, no. Wait, I'm gonna redo that. Yeah, yeah. I had to separate the book and the movie before I could see the goodness that was the movie. But I was getting cannon tripped. <laughs> Another example. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> These are a lot of damn crickets. Well, you, you don't just get crickets. Can you, gotta, you stop the crickets? <laughs> Another example, Lord of the Rings. Star Trek, I am sending off the copyright today so that I can harvest the great rewards for this phrase. Or I am going to totally waste $217 of my own money to copyright a phrase that no one will use. No one will use it except for those of us who enjoy awkward moments. This seemed pretty self-explanatory to me, but I know First of all, how did I do with the impression? I mean, there was a moment where I was like, Tony? Tony, is that you? Is that, take that, take that Mission Impossible mask off. Right, right. (laughs) And let me see the real Tony beneath. Yeah. The Tony within. Tony unbeneath. Yeah. (laughs) So what he's saying is, unbeneath. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I gotcha. The joke was not funny, but what was funny was the <laughs> like you cracking up over here, like res- trying to reserve your laughter, but totally. <laughs> I'm not the one that said unbeneath. Yeah. Unbeneath. You said it. <laughs> well, I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> right. And again, we're back. <laughs> now, glass onion. Right. <laughs> what he's saying is, you ever see, read a book? Well, okay, let's. Uh, let's I, no, let's... I, get, I get the premise okay. of what Tony's writing in. He loves a book so much. Or like, a movie. Or, no, no, no. Like, he doesn't love the book. It doesn't matter. You love one right. medium. And then you. And then you. You can't use... accept the other one. Right. But why is it called tripping? Why is it called canon tripping? Well, the, you know we've discussed we've discussed canon. canon. I'm up to speed on canon, right? And you can't you're tripping over that canon. Okay. You can't gotcha. you can't you can't get past it. Okay. Canon tripping. Canon Copy, tripping. Copyright Tony Baloney. Right. Unbeneath copyright <laughs> David Morton. <laughs> <laughs> I just want us all to realize the Tony Baloney within us. Oh, <laughs> yes. You know, yes. There's a piece of Tony Baloney hey. within all of us. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Listen, unbeneath it all, we all have a little Tony Baloney in us. <laughs> Did I really say unbeneath? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So Jeff. Jonathan. Jason? Je- Jason? Jason? Jeb. Jeb. Jebediah. Jebediah wrote in. Wrote in. And he responded to the official. <laughs> poor Je- we should just recognize, poor Jebediah is a faithful listener. Yes, he, he writes us in regularly, and we can never get his name right. Right, it's it's difficult. <laughs> I think it's actually James. Mm, Joseph seems all right. right. Joseph and his amazing technical or dream. Josephus. Jose- Josephiah. <laughs> <laughs> so he writes in, and he respond. He showed us. He was like. You're always telling me to shout out the praises. Oh, yeah, this is great. Of the Penn Cinema Podcast. And what I like about this is David's going to walk us through it, but yeah. underneath the email, he put a picture. <laughs> right. Documentation. So that he, he right. didn't just, it's no. not like Tony Baloney who's like, right. hey, I did this uh, I thing. I did this funny thing. No, because yeah. Tony, I think also, did he submit a picture of that that yeah. masterpiece here, he carved down to a size of a sticky right. note? Yeah. But here's the thing. Tony Baloney came up with that idea. And the story, and then implemented it like <laughs> right. within a thirty-second, thirty-minute right. period. Right, right. You know, and then acted like it had been going on for days. Right, you know. Right, I got you. Yeah, yeah. right. So, Je- respond- Jebediah submits documentation, proof, proof. Yes, you can, Twitter doesn't lie. No, he responded to the Power Washer Simulator Twitter, the official Power Washer Simulator Twitter. Now, I know that you're on the pulse of these things, but, <laughs> but just in case, just thank you. Yeah. Or, or just like some other listener might be not, right. not because obviously you clearly do. I'm cutting edge. Obviously, yeah. I know you all about know. the power washer simulators. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for, other people for someone who might not mystery gobble out there. Right. Oh, I don't have time for this. Oh, Listen in double time. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I let mystery gobble know that we had produced an extra long set. Remember last week we were trying to wrap it up because we were so tired and exhausted, yeah. but we kept telling each other for, we got to do it for the gobble. Yeah. And we just kept at it and longer and longer and longer and longer. longer and right. Longer. Like, because we knew that's what he wanted. And do you think he thanked us? You know, he did thank me, but I detected 
Unbeneath it all, I detected <laughs> a real tone of sarcasm. Unbeneath us all. Right. <laughs> lying, lying, lying beneath it was, unbeneath it, I felt was, uh, uh, I, I detected a tone of sarcasm. Right. Because I feel like when I told him that we had just recorded our longest show ever, and he replied, great, I think all the extra R's <laughs> that he put into great, yeah. that to me, represented a tone of sarcasm. You know what I love about your teasing me <laughs> with my totally correct pronunciation of words? Right. Is that if I've learned anything doing this podcast and our wonderful, amazing friend Frodo, yeah. is that if you continue to use the word, right. it then becomes part of the lexicon. Yes, yes. And thus, I did not sp- say it wrong. I never said you said it wrong. I feel like you discovered a beautiful word. Underneath it all, you've yeah. been proud of me the whole time. Yes, David. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to tell you. I've never been more proud a day in my life. <laughs> all right. So Power Washer Simulator is this game that's been taking the storm. Hmm. And it's literally, they're like, hey, this car or this playground or this house is really dirty. Here's a power washer. And then you select the nozzle, and then you just... And it's a game? And you just clean things. And it's then a game. You, yeah, and when you've cleaned, it like, dings when you've cleaned the whole thing. And it's like, cool, you've cleaned, you know, 20% of this. Can you clean the rest? And so it's apparently it's very... Um, therapeutic? Therapeutic, yeah. And so a lot of people do it and listen to things. Mm. like Because so, there's no, like game right to it other than the fact that you have to get the whole thing clean mm. and there's the satisfactory of like this thing was really ugly and now it's very clean i love that it's actually sounds really dumb no no but huh. it's like totally like i yeah. to- like if you watch anyone play it you're like mm. i to-. and then there's people who rec- like do let's plays and other people just watch them play this game Marley was showing me, I think it was Marley, it might have been Kayla, I apologize. Mm, so hard to keep the girls right. apart, right? Um, one of them was showing me TikToks mm. of people cleaning carpets. Yes. Is yeah, it, it's the same right. type it's of the thing. same type of satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. That is like, like on the, your first instinct when you hear about this is like, oh my God. Like get a life. Not even, not even get a life, but just like, oh my God, like a pet rock. Like it's yeah. the stupidest thing in the world, but I like all kidding aside, zero sarcasm. It makes total sense to me. Yeah. Like I can totally see how that would be something. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they put out a tweet and they said, what podcast do you listen to while playing our game? And, uh, Jacob, he responded and said, Hey, I like to listen to the Penson podcast and also these other two podcasts. That was weird because you've always told me that we were the only podcast out there. Well, that's, well no, we're of all the podcasts out oh, there. We're, we're, one, we're of, one of them. I I yeah. I see that now. We're not the only. I one. see that now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's many to choose right. from. I see. And so you're telling me yeah. sometimes people choose other podcasts? Well, not anyone with a good heart. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was great. Uh, the power washer simulator people, I'd like to think that they are intimately aware of us. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you very much to Jonathan for squaring that away. Yeah. All right. What are you doing? What are you watching? What are you existing outside of the wonderful wide world of this podcast in Amsterdam? Okay. So, Amy, <laughs> Amy and I uh, started watching a show that I'm really into called Bad Sisters. Mm. I'm 
So I know it sounds weird, but with the trip to Hawaii yeah. and I'm a little bit, my training is super light right now. So I'm not watching a lot because I was, what I would do is I would set up my bike in the garage and watch like just binge stuff, you know? So I'm, I'm behind on house of Dra house of the dragon and I'm behind on uh, she Hulk. You need to finish She-Hulk. I know. I'm going to I'm gonna get on that tomorrow. But anyway, my point is Amy and I have been watching Bad Sisters, which is a great series. I think it's a limited series. It's like seven episodes or something like that. Mm. Um, I'm watching The Watcher. You familiar with that? It's on Netflix. Uh, I heard about it. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. I haven't decided if I like it yet or not. Amy and I, or not Amy and I, I watched um, Luckiest Girl Alive, mm -hmm. which was great, but it was also not at all what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I thought it was going to be like not an Is that action. The Mila Kunis one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be almost like a thriller. Okay. Not not action, I've but been, people have been talking about it, but I don't really. Yeah, it's yeah. really really good, but it's not like a fun like, oh my god, who did it? You know, type of thing. It's like mm -hmm. it's you know, there's some weight to it, but it's really well done. She's amazing. Good movie. Um, and then Amy and I watched the first episode of Wall Street, Mark Wahlberg's oh, okay. series. I don't, I don't, I don't think I recommend it because mm. it's all about his many business ventures, and I think he's trying to establish himself as like this talented businessman. But what I think it looks like to me is somebody who has shit tons of money and like decides to open up a pizza shop and call himself an entrepreneur. If there's no risk of you trying to make fun of me, <laughs> I'm glad you did it to my face. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you if you have zillions of dollars, it's not really a risk. It's not a risk. It's just something to do. Yeah, and you got all these people on your payroll, and they're opening a pizza place, and like it's something to spend your money on, and go get your picture taken, and like right, it's it's fine. Keeps I don't I don't fault him for doing it. I do. I fault <laughs> I fault him for acting like he's something, you know. Yeah, if he wouldn't have done it, I would have faulted him. Yeah, but doing him, you know who I respect him. a lot. Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm. Yeah, she's doing some exciting stuff with Goop. Goop? Goop. Tell me about the exciting stuff that she's doing well, with Well, she did the show called Goop, like a small series on her company. And then mm. I saw an interview with her recently. Goop, It's she named it Goop because it's the, her initials, G and P. Mm. And somebody told her that everything that's successful on the internet has two O's in it. Wow. So they put two O's between her initials and called the company Goop. Wow. It's all natural stuff, all very healthy stuff, all oriented around taking care of yourself. Is it? You know, <laughs> yes, it is. I'm just laughing because I've seen, like, so many op-eds about how it's a snake oil company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she it's, talked about that in the interview. How it's, yeah. And her candle that smells like her hoo-hoo. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Hmm. I don't think I would want that candle. <laughs> Somebody does. Yeah. Well, anyway... Um, I've been doing the usual. You got Andor, which is fantastic. You need to watch Andor. She-Hulk had a great ending. House of the Dragons uh, built up to the finale coming up. Lower Decks. Uh, yeah, that's been what I've been watching. And then I'm also uh, still doing some reading that I covered last week. Um, that isn't really all that interesting to share. But uh, I've got the second Game of Thrones book. And When a Lady Meets Her Valentine. And that's about that. Um, but what I do want to recommend this week, because mm. um, I don't want to spend too much time on the stuff I talked about last week, uh, I have been watching a comical documentary series that's released weekly on YouTube called Finding Yeezus. 
Okay. Finding Jesus, like yeah. Kanye West. Yep, yep, yep. So apparently there was this Kanye West-based video game that went up in the like <laughs> early aughts or whatever, and it was up for a little bit and it disappeared, and then it was up for a little bit and disappeared, and then if you... It was like let you just enter whatever into into certain parts of it, and if you entered the word ascend, the it got really cryptic and like led to a very cult like thing about a, about uh, a group of things called ascensionism, and so these two comedian guys are like we want to find out who made this game and who runs the cult. Ascension of the ascensionism, ascensionism cult, and it's just very comical because they they have nothing, and so they follow everything. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, this guy could be this name, and we think it's this person, or or not at all. It could also be this person. Right. <laughs> yeah, so it just it, they very comically like. Uh, I don't know. I don't have, I don't want to, it's hard yeah, to explain yeah. comedy, but it's, they're only like 10 minute episodes. The fourth episode had me cracking up pretty harsh. That's so, awesome. That's that. All right. So next week, Black Adam. Black Adam. Look, if you want to be a part of the show, tell ne- us what Next you week, we'll be back Adam watching Black Adam. Uh, <laughs> you got him. I've been holding on to that all week. Underneath them all. <laughs> Underneath it all. <laughs> Underneath it all. Yeah. It's that great comedy. Yeah. So uh, if you want to be a part of the show, mm. best way to do that is to shoot us an email, podcast at pencinema.com. Also, if you want to head over to our Facebook page, you can find Trailer Master Jason over there posting up all these amazing trailers that we had this week. So you can discuss those. But if you want to support the show, mm. underneath it all, mm-hmm. how can you support the show? David, you took the words right out of my mouth. Because, <laughs> you know, you like to shoot things down. Mm. You like to be a tough guy. I am. You're proud of what you proclaim to be opinions. You know, you <laughs> present yourself as a tough, mean, hard-ass guy. That's definitely but me. I can tell that underneath it all, you have a lot of feelings. And you, are, I want someone to appreciate. You are them. a kind and gentle soul, and I appreciate that. So, what I what I want to urge our listeners to do to support the show is to just love me. <laughs> is to <laughs> document a moment when you had a conversation with someone. And you used the word unbeneath. And Bonus it, points if you work in the pencil podcast. Well, that's what naturally. It, that's exactly what I was trying yeah. to get at. You know, it's, like it's, underneath right. it all, the pencil podcast. Right? No, no, no. We want you to use the word. Now, bonus points. It, the the baseline passing grade is if you attribute. If people call you on it and you attribute the word to the Penn Cinema podcast, but bonus points if, as David said, you can use the word unbeneath. And then have it flow right into the Pensima podcast. Yeah. Even if it's a change of like topic. <laughs> right. Like, Especially yeah. if it's a change of topic. Underneath it all, I really think that's a good point. You know, last week on the Pensima right. podcast, right. you right. know, like, yeah. yeah, I want to see that. You know, a great example of this would be like walking up to your boss yeah. and being like, listen, everybody thinks you're an asshole. <laughs> But I know that underneath it all, you are a really great guy. Right. And if you film you're that. A great gal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
And I, I have confidence in, in you because of the Pensin podcast. Right. And if you lose your job over the video, extra bonus points. Super bonus points. Yeah. yeah. If, if you lose your job over the video, we don't know you. <laughs> right. Right. And you never heard us. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, we don't exist. Underneath it all. Right. We're not responsible. We're not even here. Yeah. <laughs> we are a figment of your imagination. Yeah. Just like you've always suspected. But if you lose your job for another reason. Right. And you want to support the show. Right. Tell, a, tell a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Well, once again, for the Pensino Podcast, I'm David Bolton. And uh, <laughs> Ben Ketchum. Take, Take care and party, party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>